Bourbon Beards and Belvedere's. I'm Adam. And I'm Paul. And I'm Jerry. And today we got some more whiskey to drink, some more cigars to smoke, and more beard products to tell you guys about. Um, so uh, what's everybody warming up with today? I started the day off with a little uh, JT Mellick 100% rice whiskey out of uh, Louisiana. 96 proof. Picked this up online. They're not distributed anywhere around me. I think they're in only two, maybe three states at this point. Um, 96 proof. Paid about 45 bucks before shipping. And it's awesome. I really, really like this bottle. It's the first bottle I've had from them. Learned about them from you know, word of mouth and they got a great social media presence and uh was able to get a bottle shipped to me and I've been really enjoying it. So like what they're doing. I went with the uh wheel horse rye, uh hundred one proof out of uh Owensboro, Kentucky, also known as Green River. Um yeah, ninety five five. Big fan of everything I've had from Wheel Horse and Green River for that matter. So Big fan of that one. I also went with a rye. I've got a little old Overholt 114. Um, I'm not at all sure of the of the mash bill, to be honest. Um, but it's at least 51% rye. Um, it does have nutrition facts on the back of the bottle. 139 calories per one and a half fluid ounce, no carbs, no protein, no fat. That's the first time I've ever seen that on the bottle. Um, so anyway, it's uh coming from Heaven Hill, you know. Uh, I think it's Heaven Hill, maybe it's not. Maybe that's maybe that's Jim Beam. I think it is Jim Beam. Shit, now I gotta look it up. It's delicious. It's delicious either way. So um while we're while we're drinking our palate warmers, I wanted to you know say thanks to our uh to our don't uh, our donors um for our veterans charity giveaway. Um everybody that happened to watch the live saw that uh, uh she goes by Whiskey Rose of Texas. Um I can't remember the last name. Her her name is Michelle. So congratulations to Michelle. Thank you for your very generous donation. We'll be getting those samples sent out to you here pretty soon. As soon as the swag from 10th Mountain arrives. Uh, and coming back to that old overhaul, it is Jim Beam. I, I don't know why I was thinking it was Heaven Hill at first. But... Very tasty. Yeah, I like that bottle. I can get that around me for about... 17 bucks so if i go into a store and i don't nothing jumps out at me that's usually one that makes it in my hand yeah it's good stuff um i wonder if it says it's made in kentucky right on the bottle but i know the old um, the the overholt distillery was in pennsylvania at one time i wonder if there's anything there if there's anything being produced out of those buildings or if it's just derelict you know that'd be That'd be interesting to to follow up on and find out. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know that they were, you know, it started the overhaul brand as a Monongahela rye, um, which is typical for Pennsylvania area. Um, 
I want to say that they, I want to say, I remember reading that they started with the three chamber pot still too, which is like what Leopold brothers is bringing back now. So, um, but yeah, beam definitely owns them now. I don't know the mash bill. I don't know if I, I'm sure people have guesses at it, but I'm pretty sure it's undisclosed. It's damn tasty. Holy shit. I, I should have thought through the, uh, jumping in at the 114 proof right off the bat should have thought that through a little bit more thoroughly but um it's all right i'm acclimating yep i almost made that mistake too i had on this table a bottle of the the rebel um one of those rebel picks mm -hmm. it's like 126 fantastic but i was like ah, maybe i should start a little lower on proof for my first pour of the day especially since we're recording a lot earlier in the day than we normally are I definitely should have. I did a lot of research yesterday and um, I was not ready to to jump into the pool that quickly right now. So um, I'm still, still recuperating from all that research. Um, Good to know. spend time researching. It, it is, but R and D. That's right. It gets harder though. The older you get, the the harder it gets. You know what I mean? To to do that kind of stuff. So I hear you. At any rate, um, you guys ready to move on to the whiskey of the week? Let's do it. Yes. All right. Well, this week we've got um, Middle West straight rye whiskey. Was this who sent this? Paul or Jerry? I did. Yeah, this is a uh, Middle West Spirits out of uh, Columbus, Ohio. This is their straight rye, straight rye whiskey. It's their dark pumpernickel um, rye. Uh, the bottle says aged over three years. The website says at least four. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's coming in at ninety-six proof. Uh, undisclosed percentages of dark rye, dark pumpernickel rye, yellow corn, Ohio soft red winter wheat, and two row malted barley so we have a four grain here um i don't remember how much i picked this up for because it was on my last trip to kentucky after doing bourbon 30 i believe we were at happy hour and i've been looking for this bottle from what i've seen it goes from about 45 50 bucks um knowing happy hour i spent somewhere in that range <laughs> uh but yeah i was a little bit uh inebriated when i picked it up so I can't too remember much, the actual price. Too much research that day. <laughs> oh, way too much research. Um, but I did find out that this is aged or finished in toasted and charred American white oak. Um, they say it's cast types in those two. Um, this is batch number 22 for anyone that uh, really cares. And uh, yeah, the website says the flavor profiles are soft sweet or it's a softly sweet aroma full bodied notes of vanilla caramel cinnamon smoked oh uh yeah smoked oak and the pumpernickel spice finish so see what you guys think about this one yeah it's got a great nose i mean the nose is yeah it's bready it's like a cereal i almost get like a like a beer like a light beer nose um like a pilsner or something like that um but there's a little bit of like dark fruit in there too there's like a fruity sweetness but it's like a dark fruit like berry or something like that the nose is great yeah i was getting i was getting like a, a chocolate covered like I, I don't yeah berry i was gonna say it's not really cherry but um and then maybe a little bit of like a 
uh, black licorice or something like that in there. Just very faint. Uh, but yeah, nice sweet nose, sweet bready nose. Well, did you say the mash bill? Because I get some like the, some rye spice, rye grain on the nose too. Uh, undisclosed percentages of dark pumpernickel rye, yellow corn, uh, soft red winter wheat, and two-row malt malted barley. Uh, but it's got to be at least 51% of that pumpernickel rye for it to be a straight rye. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, nice, sweet, not too much. I don't know if this is the first pumpernickel rye that I've drank. I've eaten a lot of pumpernickel bread, but I've never drank it before. Um, you're not really getting that rye pungent knee as you normally would no, no but there's still a little bit of a that sweetness or floralness from it i definitely get the the bready notes but i get some honey too um, yeah you get some of that yeah i've already tasted it and you'll you'll i won't ruin it for you but <laughs> <clears throat> once you guys taste uh, uh yeah i just got into it it's 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 wow, like uh, crazy on the palate. It starts out for me like leathery tannic oak, but then there's like some, I don't know, like a grassiness, but then it kind of evolves into like a, almost like a raisiny sweetness, but there's like a little bit of honeysuckle on the finish. Mm -hmm. You said honey. It was like right when I was tasting and I get like, like, a, like yeah. a honeysuckle note or something right on the finish. It's kind of like a grassy honey. It's This is uh, pretty complex on the palate for me. Yeah, that rye spice right up front. A little bit of like a the honeyness in there. Um fades to some kind of dark fruit, more of that in there. Lingers around for a good while, especially for a what I say, ninety-six proof. Yep, I believe you did, yeah. Yeah. Just keeps going. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Um that honey definitely carries through on the palate. That 96 proof not hitting quite as hard for me as as it should, considering that I just um <laughs> just downed a a quick glass of 114 proof. But that's all right because I find that a lot of people think, oh, we're well, gonna burn your palate out. I find that if you start with a higher proof and then drop down to a lower proof, the proof doesn't get you and you get all the flavors. So um it's I'm getting a lot of flavor off this. This is really I get I get tea. Get a lot of tea on it. It's really good. I like it. Has a nice creamy like mouthfeel, like all around the mouth. Yep. I was just gonna comment on the mouthfeel because great yeah. mouthfeel, and then it's got a nice long finish. It's like it's like a there's a hint of sweetness in there, but it's like an oaky, almost like yeah. I don't want to say smoky, but there's like a hint of I don't know, like I guess it's the you know charred wood or something like that that's kind of the note i get on the finish but it's got a light, nice long finish yeah it's great really good definitely worth yeah. the price um oh yeah for sure uh one little note um i don't know if it's still happening but this uh middle west spirits was where horse soldier i don't know if they sourced it or contract distilled but that's where they were getting their distillate from i don't know if they still are I know they're building something in Kentucky. Uh, they have some kind of tasting room down in St. Pete, right down the street from where the Rays play. Um, so I don't know if they're still getting it from up there or not, but this was where they were originally getting all their, their distillate from. Um, and on their website, they have a 
decent amount of offerings. You got a, a bourbon, you got a straight the this rye, a straight wheat, and then the they call it the double cast collection, which I am very intrigued with. They have this rye that is ported, so it's finished in a port barrel. Um and then a sherry finished bourbon and an uh Olorosa finished uh wheat whiskey. And they also have a white rye that is aged less than I think it said like a day or something like that. Yeah, less than one day. And it's their distillate that they put basically just ran it through a barrel so they could call it a, a whiskey. Um I'd be interested to try that one. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And it's at and it's at barreling strength. So I'd imagine one somewhere between one ten and one twenty five depending on what they barrel it at. I didn't look that far into it. But, yeah, they're putting out some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely like to get my hands on that that rye white dog. Yep, that's the one that intrigued me the most as you were going through them. I was, each one, I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. But yeah, I'd like to try that, that rye. It's still to the distinct flavor of the dark pumpernickel rye so this at without the ager then they also have their gins and vodkas and all that stuff some people know them as i think they were used to be called oyo or all their whiskey they're they're naming it as oyo but that's what their vodkas and are now called but so yeah if you ever see middle west spirits i'd uh definitely pick them up yeah no this is a great pour my question to y'all is how are you feeling about it with your uh, cigar? I think some of that smokiness that I was getting on the finish probably is due to the fact that I'm smoking a cigar while drinking it. But um, I haven't touched the cigar in a couple minutes now, and I just took another sip, and it's still there on on the finish for me. So um, the cigar is nice and, and light uh, for me. Um, it's an easy smoker, and... Um, it's got just subtle notes um, of, you know, a little bit of pepper, chocolate, leather. So it kind of pairs well because I was getting a lot of those notes from the whiskey too. So a lot of similar notes. So um, I don't think it, for me, I don't think it adds or takes away anything. I think it's just a, ni- a nice pairing, it's not a contrast. Like we've always said, you know, I think you want to pair your cigars and your whiskey, something that is pairs exactly the same notes or completely different, not something that's similar. You know, I'd like, I'd like to get a, a really full cigar and a light whiskey or vice versa, or just pair them up side by side with the same notes to enhance that experience. So I think that's what this one does for me, at least. Yeah. I let the cigar before we started recording and then basically put it down to do the tasting on this and went back to it. And like you said, that, that smokiness towards the end ramps up quite a bit. Um, pairs real nice. I get a lot more of the, the rye spices, and uh like baking spices coming out of the whiskey after taking a puff of the cigar um but yeah it's a nice little combo right here i can't comment because my wrapper came off and then uh just smoking it as it was without the wrapper on it wasn't quite doing it for me so i had to put that one down i, I lit up another another cigar that uh I, I lit up a fat bottom betty i'll save the review on that for a a later time because I'm going to be sending some of those out to you guys pretty soon. I was interested to see how you guys felt about it because, you know, you guys can give me a review. I, I can be like the audience right now and find out whether or not it's worth smoking those two together. 
yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. I mean, <clears throat> and to that point, we're smoking the Klee Habano. Um, who sent these out? Yeah, it was me as well. Uh, yeah, we're, it's a uh, six by sixty. Uh, so it's a nice uh, thick ring gauge there. Uh, wrapper type type is a Honduras binders Habano filler is Honduras. Uh, it's a medium strength, and uh, the wrapper shade is EMS. Uh, which is slightly darker than a natural leaf, but not as much as a uh, a Maduro. Um, on JR cigars right now, you can get a five pack for uh, $33.99. Uh, comes out to about $6.80 each. Uh, a couple months back, I got on one of their deals and paid $19.95 for the five pack. So these came out to just under four bucks a cigar. Um, definitely worth it. Um, yeah. Uh, there was a little bit of possible dryness. I think all three of us uh, talked about that. I cut it and all like the filler and stuff started kind of like falling out and everything. Um, but after lighting it and everything, I haven't noticed anything. It's a great draw. Burn line's a little bit squiggly, uh, but it's keeping up with each other. Um, nice smoke, nice, easy, <clears throat> light smoke. Um, <clears throat> getting like a creamy woody or cedarness notes to it uh, a couple spices about a third of the way through um kind of curious to see how it, it changes up a little bit throughout it um pretty nice clean wrap cigar for me i know adam had a little bit of a issue there but this one seems to be holding up pretty well yeah <clears throat> i had a little issues with dryness on when i cut it um <clears throat> started flaking off a little bit <clears throat> excuse me but um I think that might have been, you know, like you said, all three of us had a little bit of issues drying. I mean, I know we all had them in our humidors and I, even when I lit this, I had to check my humidity and it's been in a, a nice, you know, the right environment. So maybe shipping or something like that got a hold of these a little yeah. bit, but I had, like I said, just little issues on the cut and that's about it. It's um, got a fantastic draw. I mean, just an easy draw. Yeah, it does. Um, the burn line, like you said, is a little bit uneven, but it's keeping up. Um <clears throat> I really like it. It's starting to get a little, it started out like with little earthy leather, you know, that kind of thing. A little pepper's coming through now um, for, you know, four to six bucks or whatever. These are great. I uh, really, really like this. Uh, I think that like, like I said, I think the the dryness on the wrapper is a, a fluke. I'm hoping um, I'd like to smoke some more from this company uh, doing a little research before this show. There's several and there are different lines that yeah. I want to get my hands on. So um We'll touch on that when we get another one, but um, I think it's probably just a, a little bit of a flukiness on the wrapper dryness. But other than that, I, I like it a lot. Yeah, this was uh, produced by Ma uh, Master Blender Christian. I'm going to butcher this last name. Iroa. Ira. Iro. Uh, he's responsible for uh, Camacho Asylums. These CLEs or SLEs or CLEs, however you want to say it. Um, and like Paul said, there's a quite a bit underneath this uh, <clears throat> this label, and as we all know, is Camacho and Asylums as well. Um, I think this came off the of JR. It says smoke uh, smoke opens up with a shot of peppery spice, rounds out to a creamy and highly complex smoke with loads of flavor, including sweet cedar, cocoa, and hints of far east spices. Yeah, I get all that. I don't know about the Far East spices, but everything else from their tasting notes, I'm kind of hitting yeah. on with me too. Definitely spices. I don't know if I would 
be able to take it out, whether it was U.S. spices, Canadian spices, Mexican <laughs> spices, or Far East spices. There's definitely a spice in there. I just not that, not that uh, well known. But yeah, definitely nice creamy cedar, cocoa, all that good stuff, and it's nice. It's not too overpowering. Nice clean cigar. Yep, I agree. This was a good one. I'd like to see how it pairs up with the uh, this pours on me. Yeah. We'll get there eventually, won't we? Yes, we will. We've already got mine poured up, but um, before we get there, <clears throat> we got to turn our attention to uh, the beard product of the week. Um, <clears throat> and this was actually sent to us by the uh, by the company themselves. Um, this is Bearded Death Beard Oil, um, <clears throat> the vanilla scent. Um, white bottle can't see through it you guys know how much i love that um but i split this up and and sent it on to those guys um i used it when i when it first arrived um it is made of all natural ingredients says right on the label uh, jojoba oil argan oil almond oil and vanilla oil um so four ingredients made in in the u.s um very cool <clears throat> not exactly the most forthcoming of labels. I mean, it does tell you where it's made, tells you the ingredients, but that's really it. It's not, it's not littered with a bunch of useless texts. Um, you know, it's, it's very clearly uh, something that they're just getting off the ground. We'll have to get this guy on at some point, but um, I liked it a lot as far as the, the utilitarian aspect of it. I thought it, you know, it, it does what I want it to do. Um, as far as making my my beard soft and not clogging up my pores and all those kinds of things like we always talk about my only takeaway or my only uh my only uh issue with it i suppose is the vanilla is overwhelming it's i mean if if they could tone it down a little bit this would be a home run for me i know some people are going to like it the way it is um but that that's just a lot of vanilla um it 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 honestly it's like I poured imitation vanilla onto my face. It was just a lot of vanilla. So um, that's just my personal uh, viewpoint on it. How do you guys feel about it? I really liked it. I, I like the, it is definitely overwhelming vanilla. I get like almost if it was like a vanilla spice bubble gum, that's kind of the scent I get. Um, I like like you said, overwhelming. It definitely was strong vanilla, but I really like that, especially this time of year. Um, just one of those scents that's don't know if I'd enjoy it as much in the summertime smelling that all day, but um, in the wintertime, that that vanilla scent is great. Um, I really liked it. The oil itself was a little bit thicker, which I liked a lot. Coated the beard, absorbed really nicely. Wasn't too, you know, oily. It was washed off my hands really good, but it got into my beard. Um, didn't have, you know, oils coming off of my beard a couple hours later when I touched it, that kind of thing. So, you know, it was absorbing well. Um, I looked into the company a little bit more. Um, like you said, I think they are a little bit newer because they're only, they only have a couple different products right now. Oil, balm, looks like they have a tattoo balm also, and then bar shampoo, soap, and a bar conditioner for your beard. Um, bunch of diff different swag and stuff on there, sweatshirts, hats, stickers, and stuff like that too. Um, but they got great prices. Um, 
like I said, overall, I mean, if the they got, I think they got three cents now, cedar wood or sandalwood, I think, and something else. I'd have to look back, but um, if I definitely recommend checking them out, especially if you like the strong vanilla scent, because like I do, this one was a good one for me. Um, but the great great prices, I mean, eleven ninety nine for one ounce oil or balm, and they also have a combo which you get a one ounce bottle of the oil and a one ounce container of the balm for fourteen ninety nine. So you're talking, you know, seven fifty for one ounce of each. I mean, that's that's great price. So um, beardeddeath.com. I think you should definitely check them out. I think they're doing good things right now. Yeah, um, no issues. Uh, beard has felt soft all week. Uh, there's been no itches or anything negative with the beard or the skin underneath it. Uh, like Paul touched on the price for this is is fantastic at 11.99 uh you don't typically see too many in this low of a price range they seems to be average about i don't know 17 plus bucks um all natural ingredients are great um my dislike just like adam is the scent it's a little bit too much uh vanilla for me um i do like a slightly sweet beard oil i just like to have other scents in there like a woody scent or like a leather scent or something like that to kind of bring it back down um but yeah the three scents they have are this vanilla the sandalwood and in the cedarwood um i kind of like the idea of those three because you can get all three and you could basically blend it yourself in your own hand or your beard to kind of get uh that woody vanilla scent if you wanted to go that route um and in there they got the beard balm which is a vanilla spice uh also 11.99 um yeah no no complaints other than that scent but that's just me uh the product itself has felt great in the beard um yeah i uh i said i might look at getting the other two scents and maybe doing some experiment in the hands and try to get a a little woody vanilla scent profile going yeah this is definitely one i'll probably buy again um probably try the other scents too but uh i've ripped through this sample that adam sent in about three days so I'd like to get another bottle and give it a longer yeah. run but yeah I, I really liked it right on well let's uh let's move on to this pours on me shall we absolutely <laughs> So I sent this out to the guys um, this time. This is a Liquor Barn pick. Um, this is Liquor Barn number one. I'm guessing that's Liquor Barn in Louisville, not here in Lexington. I don't know. Age six years, uh, coming in at 112.86 proof. 51% uh, rye, 45% corn. 4% malted barley. This is a smoke wagon, private barrel, straight rye whiskey. Um, I got this for about 104 bucks, something like that. Not the best price. Not something that I'm going to drop again on one of these, honestly. Um, I don't hate this at all. It's it's pretty damn tasty, but I wouldn't say it's worth a hundred bucks I'd, I'd be more in it like 70 or 80 bucks the, the price of their standard um uh 
uncut unfiltered or something like that. But again, this is a private barrel, so they can sell it for whatever the fuck they want to. Um, I did pick up a oh, hell one of the smoke wagons with the red medallion in it that have been going around. I can't even remember what it's called. I picked it up for about the same price, and it is hands down, hands down better. Again, that's a bourbon, not a rye, so there's there's a bit of a difference there. But on the nose, definitely get some ethanol from that higher proof. Um, and a lot of floral notes, a little bit of a little bit of citrus in there, maybe a tiny hint of breadiness from the rye, but not a whole whole lot. And that's about it. How about you guys? Yeah, I, I agree with the, the ethanol kind of punches you in the face a little bit. For being only 112, that's kind of surprising. Off the nose, blind, I would have guessed this was probably in the 120s just from that punch of ethanol. But it's not it's not bad. Um, it just nose is higher proof for me. But, yeah, I get a lot of that readiness and a little bit of citrus, like you said. I mean, and that's, that's pretty much where it stops for me. Mm -hmm. um, kind of not much else there on the nose except, you know, ready and a little spritz of citrus and that's about it so interested to see what it tastes like and for me i'm getting a lot more of the citrus and floral notes um a little bit of the breadiness um that at that first couple uh sniffs that ethanol bite definitely hit um but getting by that yeah i'm getting more of that like a orange citrus some floral notes and a little bit of that breadiness other than that, it's not really that complex. Not really, no. Um, let's dive in, see how you guys feel about the feel about the taste. Um on this one, because of the high corn content, it, it is sweeter than you would expect a rye to be. Um, I do get a little bit of pepper spice, but not a whole whole lot, because it's not really a I mean it's a it's a rye, it's a straight rye, but it's not really a super high rye content so there's not it's not real spicy um but it's kind of nondescript for me um i can't really pick out individual tasting notes really all i got is a little bit of spice and sweet and that's really all that i can you know what i mean so how, how do you guys feel about it yeah it's definitely not complex um for me it, it's sweet you get that corny sweetness right up front hits hot it definitely drinks hot um again in a blind i would say this was in the 120s um for proof um I, that orange zest kind of does carry through for me too um but i mean once again kind of like the nose it's like a cornbread with a little bit of citrus that's what carries through on the palate for me there is that peppery spice drinks a little higher proof than it is kind of a short finish a little bit of the tannic like oaky tannic finish for me um overall enjoyable but i don't know if it's a 105 dollar bottle of whiskey yeah that that citrus orange peel orange zest orange spritz whatever definitely comes through um if i was given this blind i'm probably guessing i'm not guessing rye <laughs> definitely tastes like one of those high rye bourbons like the 36 plus percent um but then again it is a low rye high corn so it kind of makes sense um yeah a lot of spice a lot of citrus um 
honestly, I might have to go back to the Middle West because I think that finish might actually be longer than this one. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing great. It's a good sipper, good sipper, just uh, a little overpriced. Um, not much going on. Um, and honestly, I'd probably pick up just their standard. Um, what is it? Their straight rye or their malted rye, whatever they have out there before this for what half the price something along that yeah um, i'm gonna say if you're in the area where this is distributed i'd probably pick two or three bottles up of their you know their and it's not, and it's it's for me it's not just this would you say liquor barn pick or whatever it is um at our our bottle shares here people have brought a few of them and they've they've all been the same basically one or two notes um People go crazy over them. I don't. I I honestly would rather have one of their four was it four or five core offers than this. They're half the price or um, two thirds of the price for the uncut and filter. But um, it's good for it's just it's not doing it for me. Uh, for the when you think of the hundred plus dollar price range tag on it, I agree. And I'm a big fan of smoke wagon, so I was pretty disappointed. However, you can't really put this on smoke wagon. Um, because this was a barrel pick done by the liquor store. So, um, if left at smoke wagon and not picked by somebody who knows what it would have turned into, if it had, had more time to, to, you know, uh, age more or get blended into something else. Um, so to liquor barn thumbs down, um, not not great it's overpriced that's just all there is to it uh, but that's just that's just my opinion so yeah i think i'd rather have something that aaron picked and put in a bottle that smoke wagon than mm -hmm. a tasting team from a liquor store no offense mm -hmm. liquor barn but this one kind of misses the mark for a, a private selection i mean who knows the what they were given to taste or whatever you know so we don't know the circumstances but um <clears throat> yeah this for yeah for the price this is not a buy for me um no, it's not. I mean, if you would have said this was $50, I would have been like, okay, that's this is a mm -hmm. good bottle. I mean, kind of a few notes, not complex, but it's a good sipper. I like the the orange zest, I, you know, that kind of thing on the finish. But for 105 bucks, this is this is definitely not a buy for me. Nope. Not doing it for me, but I have it. So, you know, it goes to show that um, just because there's single barrels out there that a store picked or a group pick doesn't mean it's going to be good. Um, right. Everyone has their own palate. So a store like this or any store for that matter, um, the owner, the general manager, the whatever that's in charge of it, he has his palate that he wants or thinks that his clientele will like. So he goes for that. So versus like a pick team that everyone has their own profile and they kind of do like a blind, hey, I like this one over this one and kind of go that way. So just because it's single barrel doesn't mean it's going to be good. Not saying, like I said, not saying this is bad. It's good. Like that 50 bucks, 60 bucks, I'd probably pick it up, but 100 plus, 100 plus, not a, not a chance. Yeah. I, uh, I wish I could have sampled it first. I would have not spent the money, but that's in the past. You know, we always have, 
everybody suffers from FOMO in some way or another at some point, and this just happened to be mine because it was the first, uh, the first private barrel that I'd ever come across to actually be able to pick up and purchase. And um, yeah, if I'd have been able to sample it first, then I would have left it right there. So, but. anyways, guys, I think that does it for another episode of Bourbon Beards and Belvedere's. Um, don't forget to check out these folks that, that we've mentioned here today. It's beardeddeath.com, clecigars.com, and middlewestspirits.com. Uh, be on the lookout for future giveaways. We'll be doing those periodically for veterans, for children, for anything that we can possibly dream up. None of that money will ever come to us. It will always go directly to the charity. Um these charities, these charity giveaways actually cost us money. Uh, so, and we're perfectly fine with that. It's just another way that we can give towards these charities besides giving to the charities as well, which, which we did. We, we did all three of us gave and uh, we, we thank everyone who did give. So and hopefully we can raise more money next time. Um, that, uh, that pretty much does it. So, until next week, cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys.